0: No matter who you are, there have been times in your life when you have just hoped that something would happen and that would make everything better. This is a consistent game we play with ourselves to make us feel good about the situation that we're in. What I want you to think about is what about when that happens, how long is it actually better, right? In most cases, this hope doesn't last and you are right back where you were. What I want to discuss today is how to stop operating your life on hope and move into a life of action and fulfillment so that you can get the most out of life. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control, ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirrors. We continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Both of those go a long way in helping getting this message out to more and more listeners. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you do have the option to leave a five-star review. Go ahead and hit the five stars to help out the podcast and write a written comment as that goes a long ways in getting more and more people to find the financial mirror in their search results. So this is an episode that I have to say is not totally just a financially driven episode. This is something that I want to start to make you think a little deeper about what exactly is happiness? What exactly is fulfillment? What exactly is all of this finding your why? And uh, as you can see from the title of the episode, the question I want you to ask yourself is, are you operating your life on hope? Are you just hoping? Are you just constantly saying, I hope or I wish or things of that nature? I want to tell you that at the end of this episode, you're going to find that little bit of fulfillment that you need to just take you over that hump, where whatever whatever that currently is for you, and into the next chapter of your life. So, to get started on today's episode, I am going to take you into a little story because I think it's a good narration of of sort of how we get to that fulfillment. How do we move past just operating life on hope? So this all starts with the recent transition. If you've kept up with the financial mirror at all, you know that we moved from Hawaii. We lived in Oahu, and let me tell you, we're now in Idaho, and I am here to say it is starting to get nice and cold. We are having 30 degree mornings and, you know, it's getting to the fifties right now in the, in the afternoon. But all of that is, is to say, I have consistently, since we got here, I, you know, we got here and it was cold. We actually, we, we got to see a snow in May, which was told to us that it was, that's very rare. Uh, But we saw a, a little bit of snow on the ground in May. And since I got here from Hawaii, they've said, uh, you know, people that have been around, they they've asked me, do you miss the warm weather? Do you miss it? And, you know, we're, we're now moving into fall. I'm, I'm very used to, you know, last fall I was in in Hawaii still and it was 70s, you know, in, in the in the fall. So uh, I have to tell you, I do not miss the warm weather. Does this mean that I'm acclimated? Absolutely not. I'm probably more bundled up than anybody else. That's out on the streets, but I don't miss the warm weather. And you might ask, so I'm enjoying the cold, right? Like you would say, oh, if you don't miss the warm weather, you're enjoying the cold. Well, uh, I'm I'm happy about seeing changes in seasons, uh, but you know, after moving from Alabama to Hawaii, I have totally forgot what being cold was was like, right? Hawaii's cold isn't the same. It does get to the 70s. And if you're if you live there for any amount of time, when it hits the 70s, you probably are outside in a jacket as well, just like everyone else. Uh, but it's funny. It's funny now that, you know, walking outside in the 40s and 50s that it is starting to feel a little better. Right. What does all this mean? What is all that? I've just told you this whole story. And what does this have to do with happiness and wise and all that? Well, let me tell you, this is a little bit of a narrative that I wanted you to, to sort of see, right? Like, I am I am I happy about the warm weather? Am, am I happy about the cold weather? Am I happy about all these things? Um, well, I I'm, I can tell you that I am happy, right? I'm happy in colder weather, right? I, I enjoy having seasons. I enjoy feeling football season when it's cold. It's supposed to be cold when it's football season, Uh, I am happy about our move. All these things I'm happy about. You know, there's a ton of things that are stressful about moving, but it's all over. And I'm happy about our move. The thing you have to wonder, though, is how long is this happiness going to last? I'm happy about the cold weather now, but what about when the weather gets to the 30s or the the 20s or the teens or whatever? Am I still going to be happy? Right. You have to ask, are you still going to be happy then? What about when, you know, all the newness of being here wears off? Is that? Am I still going to be happy? That's a, a very, very good question. If, if you've thought that, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that at the end of this episode that you're, you're going to see how you can process and think about this. So, over the years, I've worked with, you know, in many industries, and there's something that I've seen common about the coworkers that I've worked with. Uh, I've Constantly heard a couple of sayings, and it, it's like, I really would, you know, I'd really be happy if I could get that raise, right? I would really be happy if I could get that new position, right? There's a ton of ifs. I'd really be happy if I could buy that new car. I'd really be happy if I could do this. I'd really be happy if I could do that. I'd really be happy if I had a new boss. I'd really be happy if I moved to that office. I'd really be happy if. All of these ifs, like it's just if, 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 if this, then that, if, you know, and this is just constant struggle of saying, if this, then I'll be happy. If this happens, then I'll be happy. And it's a constant, constant pace of trying to figure out what that next if is for them to be happy. Right. And then uh, you're going to see a little later on, but you can you, you're going to see that, that you know, your if th- those if statements that you're constantly throwing out, you have to ask, did it really make you happy? Did it really make you happy? So uh, Simon Sinek said happiness comes from what we do. Fulfillment comes from why we do it. And if you if you've ever heard him talk before, if you've heard any of his TED talks, if you've heard any of his YouTube videos, if you've heard anything about him, you can actually hear him saying this. And it, it is so funny to me because uh, when I read it, I can I can just hear his voice. Happiness comes from what we do. Fulfillment comes from why we do it. If you <laughs> so if you if you've heard him, you can you can you know how he enunciates his sentences. Right. Uh, so I don't know Total sidebar, total you know off track here, but uh, it's it's funny because it, you know you can just hear his voice. But anyways, go look him up if you, if you've never heard of the guy. Uh, if that's the first quote you've ever heard by him, go look him up and, and then replay what I just did, my my impersonation of him, and uh, hopefully I'll spot on for you. But he says happiness comes from what we do, fulfillment comes from why we do it, and this is an important concept because when you are thinking about what is making you tick, you're thinking about why exactly it is that you do things, you, you've got to, you, this, this statement, while right now it doesn't mean much, this statement means everything to why you are the way you are. It 100% does. So today, I want to dive a little further into this. I want you to really start getting to your why, okay? Because when you find that why, you can see from his quote, when you find that why, that's when you will be fulfilled, And if you think about it, fulfillment is when you will begin to have long-lasting results. Fulfillment is when you will begin to have long-lasting results. So let's break this down so that you understand how to apply it to your life. So the first place that I want to start is the hedonic treadmill, okay? The hedonic treadmill. And this is, when we discuss happiness, we, we have to look at this to first understand kind of why happiness is the way it is, kind of why when you say, if... This, then, I will be happy. If I got the new car, I'd be happy. If I got the new phone, I'd be happy. If I uh, went on vacation, I'd be happy. If I did this, I'd be happy. If I did that, I'll be happy. When you understand this part, this hedonic treadmill, you will start to understand why that that why that if statement is not very powerful, right? You will start to truly understand it. So, what is it? Well, simply put. This means that we as human beings will always to turn to this like equilibrium level of happiness. We will always get right back to where we were in terms of happiness levels. So, you know, the, you know, simply put, that's kind of what it is. So, it, you know, the good, this is for good and bad though. So let's not only look at this as being happy, we could look at this as being sad too, but this just like level of happiness, you know, like, being sad is just not being as happy. You know, you can, you can say happy is, is, you know, the opposite of being sad or, or whatever, but in all honesty, it's just, you're not as happy when you're sad. Um, and so the thing about this hedonic treadmill is that when good things make us happy, that happiness doesn't last forever. That's kind of what it means. You're going to always come back to your equilibrium. So let's say we get a raise, right? We get a raise a month later we've got the raise we've received two paychecks because we get paid bi-weekly and you know that kind of that happiness that we felt right when we got the raise is kind of starting to wear off you know we get a promotion that new job now you get all the new stress that comes with the new job happiness kind of your happiness level kind of goes back to this equilibrium you get a new car that new car smell new car doesn't smell so nice after a couple weeks it kind of the happiness kind of wears off you get back to this like level of equilibrium And that goes for the same for being sad or or, or less happy. Let's say there's a death in the family and you begin to grieve. You go through a grieving process. You're not going to grieve forever, you know? So you're going to get back up to a level of this like equilibrium level of happiness. Okay? Same goes for being injured or being sick. Let me tell you, I'm going through this like like back pain right now that that's that's really holding me back, and you know it, it affects my day because I'm like, man, like I really want to go do this, and but I'm going to hurt my back even more than it already is hurt, and I don't I don't want it to last forever. But eventually, I'm going to forget how miserable my back hurting is, and I'm going to get back to my equilibrium level of happiness. It's not going to affect me anymore, right? even if my back still hurts, like I'm eventually just going to get over it and it's not going to affect me anymore. Right. Uh, so, you know, when this happens, we'll eventually not be sad anymore. But if you're looking at this on the screen, you can see how it's kind of like this, like wave, right? It's like wave pattern. You get happy. You kind of go back to your like set level of happiness and then you get happy again and you kind of come back down to your set level of happiness. Uh, and if you're listening to this on a podcast, hopefully that's a good visualization of kind of, what people are seeing on the screen but you 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 pretty much you get happy and you get this nice little uptick of happiness but it's going to roll over and you're going to come right back down to that set level of happiness and everybody's is different now let's think about this from the story that I started with so I started with this story about us moving from Hawaii and all these good things about moving that can kind of make you happy or sad so for for the for this instance let's think about the happy things let's not think about the sad things about all the you know moving away from friends and and all of those things uh let's only think about the happy things for this instance okay so let's let's stick to what what's happened since we moved we well we're now in a new area so what does that mean well we've got to try new restaurants uh we've got to see new things all those things make you happy Uh, We've been able to pick up new activities from backpacking to mountain biking to uh, we're going to start moving into some snow sports now that that we're starting to get some some more cool weather and the mountains are starting to get snow on them. Uh, We bought a house. All of these things are things that make us happy, right? All these things make us happy. But how long does that happiness last? Well, the thing is, is there is no set timeline for how long that happiness is going to last. There's nothing. There's nothing out there that says, well, after your happy event happens, you're going to be happy for three months or two months and 27 days or whatever the case may be. And there's nothing out there that says that. So the thing is, is regardless of how long that timeline is for you, you will eventually go back to your happiness equilibrium. And that is what the hedonic treadmill looks like that is why it exists and that is the reason for you know this visual effect of why happiness is is the way it is so so what is happiness what is happiness well the easiest way for me to get you to think about happiness is that happiness is quick wins and i'm going to totally change your mind about being happy so <laughs> moving forward when you think you're like man i am so happy you know I want you to think about that. Like, man, I'm really going through a really quick win. This isn't going to last forever. And, and and to be honest with you, that is true. And as, as mean as that sounds, I'm not trying to tear you down, but uh, as mean as it sounds, you know, when you say that I'm just like so happy right now, there's a good chance that um, that it, you, something good just happened. Your hedonic treadmill just kicked off this like level of happiness and you will go back to your normal level of happiness. Okay. And that's not a Debbie Downer. That is just reality. Okay. So, uh, this is, is there quick wins? Happiness is a quick win is something that you're happy about right now, but I'm, I'm just telling you, it's not going to last forever. So that's where the hedonic treadmill comes in. So happiness, remember this happiness is when you get that new thing that you wanted, like you wanted to, uh, get a new TV to watch football on. Well, you got that new TV, you've watched a couple games on it and now it's not you're not as happy when you turn it on as you did like the first 3 times but I mean you're still kind of happy well 3 weeks later you're probably not happy at all it's probably just you know you're back at equilibrium set of happiness and life goes on. What about when you get that new raise? Well, you know it can normally be noticed by that initial factor that quickly sets off these like feel good emotions. You get that new raise, you all of a sudden you you get that first paycheck. You're like, wow, so so much more money. I can do all of these things. And, and all of a sudden, a couple of months later, you're like, oh, you know, you've kind of forgot that you got that raise, right? You kind of just don't remember. But the thing about it is, and this is kind of what I want you to think about when you're thinking about happiness, no one walks around still happy about the goal they achieved last month. Much less like last year. So think about something that made you happy last year. Are you still walking around like big chested, like yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm still so happy that uh, I got that new car last year. Like, like probably not. Uh, there's probably been a lot of ups and downs since then. But the goal of this episode is to get you thinking a little deeper than that surface level happiness. Because remember, happiness is a quick win. Happiness is something that is very, very short. You're you're happy for this like short uh, you know, very minute amount of time. And then all of a sudden you're kind of back to your normal self, if that makes sense. So what about, as I said, we want to think deeper than that. We want to think deeper than the happiness. We don't want to stop at happiness. Where do we go? Well, this is where we start looking at fulfillment. So how do we achieve fulfillment? So Simon Sinek said, remember happiness comes from what we do. So we get the race, we get the car, we get the promotion, we get the phone. I don't know, would you buy it? I just saw Steve Jobs and I thought iPhone. But you get this thing. And, uh, and, and yes, if you're listening to the podcast, it probably made no sense. But on the screen right now is Steve Jobs and a quote from Steve Jobs. So uh, it probably made no sense to you, but if you're watching the video, then you know. hopefully you got it. But anyways, happiness comes from what we do. These are all things we do. Fulfillment comes from why we do it, why we do it. So we wanna reach fulfillment, but how do we achieve fulfillment well this is where we dig a little deeper and we find that why so when you do this you're going to start to find a long-term happiness you're going to start to find that you're happy and it is lasting longer than that if i got this and i would be happy right you're going to realize that man that is short that is short that how happy i was about that promotion i was so happy for two months and what happened i'm just not happy anymore right you're going to when you start to find this fulfillment you're going to realize how short-lived that happiness was so there's a good chance that there are things that you're being fulfilled by that you just haven't noticed there's a good chance of that and if you haven't figured it out whatever it is that's fulfilling you that's okay after this episode you're going to be able to start to figure out exactly what it is that fulfills you so the the quote on the screen, and I want to start with that, is from Steve Jobs. And it said, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? Right? Today's the last day of a life. And I am, you know, think about what your plan is today. Like I don't know what your plan is today, but if today was the last day of your life, whatever you have planned today, is that something that you would you would want to do right If that's something that you would walk away and be like yep i'm so happy that i did that and i don't know what that is for you but maybe that's maybe that's well i'm going i, I was going to spend time with my with my family today i was going to take them to a uh cookout and i'm not saying that that's what i i did actually today we, i did spend a lot of time with family but the more importantly you know, maybe that's you were like, I was going to do that. Well, excellent. You probably your your family probably means a lot to you. and, And that's probably something that if you're today was your last day of your life, you would have enjoyed and your family probably would have enjoyed for that matter. Right. But if today were the last day of your life, would you want to do what you're about to do? If what you're about to do is sleep all day? Well, there's a good chance if you're not, you know, in any kind of, you know, physical impairment to keep you uh, you know, whether it be being injured or, or you know, just currently being immobile for whatever reason, then then maybe, you know, you, you don't want to just sleep all day. You want to go out and do something else that's more you know fulfilling to your life. Right. Hence the word fulfillment. So that's kind of the type of mindset that we got to get into. We can't be in this mindset of if this if I got this, then I would be happy because we all know at this point in the episode tw- over 20 minutes in, <laughs> Happiness is a quick win. Happiness is short-lived. We want to dig deeper. So think about it. You may not like your job every single day, but if you can truly get behind what you do at your job, it will fulfill you. It will fulfill you. You may not like everything your kids, your pet, or even your spouse does, but you love them. They fulfill you, right? You find fulfillment in being with them. You find fulfillment and being around them, you find fulfillment in watching them, you know, your kids grow, your pet grow, whatever. Fulfillment is achieved by starting to identify those things in your life that you identify for reasons why you do things. So I want you to think about this a little differently. If you love working because you love the product that the company sells or the company creates because it helps people, there's a good chance that even days that you just hate your job, you are fulfilled by that job and leaving is very difficult because you are truly embodying the product you are truly embodying the service or whatever it is because what you do fulfills you in 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 creating you know why you do it you go to work because you know if you took a day off that product or that service may not be delivered to those people that need it right i think about when when i when i say things like that i think about my financial mirror business as a whole right I know that there is a, you know, everybody can achieve a a, a comfortable financial life, right? Like, you know, eliminating debt, being completely debt free, living a life where they don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. I know that every single person is capable of that, but not every single person knows that they're capable of that. So I find, you know, I, I am fulfilled by being able to help people realize that about themselves. Like I'm fulfilled by that because there's nothing magical that I do. I just help you or help whomever needs that. I help them figure out for themselves that they are able, that they are capable, that they are no different than everybody else and they can achieve those same results. So that's kind of kind of where where this whole mindset of fulfillment comes from. You dig deep and figure out why you do something. And you that's what is fulfilling you. You find your why, and that is what's fulfilling you. You love your son, your daughter, your spouse, because I mean they're your family, right? And you want what's best for them. They are most people use family as a why. Why do they go get up and go to work every day? Because they want to give the best, you know, the best to their family, right? But keep that in mind. Keep it in mind that your why is what will keep you going. Your why is what's going to help you find that fulfillment. Because well, I keep going back to it, but happiness comes from what you do. Fulfillment comes from why you do it. So if you have a good why, if you can find a good why, you will be fulfilled. So say the easiest way to look at this is, you know, I do this, but why do I do it? I do it for this. And that's why I'm fulfilled. Right. I go to work. Why? Because I want my family to have a great life. That's why I'm fulfilled. Right. I I do financial coaching. Why? Because I want people to be financially successful even when they don't think they can be because that's how I'm fulfilled, right? Like you can just do that little game with yourself. You know, I do this. Why? Because of this. And if that, if whatever this is for that, that's your why for why you do that. And if there's nothing, if you say, well, I go i go shopping regularly why because it makes me feel good well (laughs) that's that's that short-term happiness that's a quick win right like it makes me feel good that you go like why why do you go shopping well and, and i know i know i'm gonna have people out there that say oh you have to take care of yourself too yeah you're absolutely right but when we look at true fulfillment when we want lifelong fulfillment we should be able to do that same little thought process i do this why because of something and that fulfills you, right? It's the same thing that I want you to think about. Now, as we wrap this up, you can see happiness is something similar to a drug, right? And and I, and I say that because happiness is so short term. It's like you take it, you take this drug of happiness, whether that be that new phone you got, that new, uh, I keep going back to phones because of Steve Jobs. Thanks, man. Uh, you know you take that drug for that's that happiness pill of the new car the new house the new job the new promotion the new raise the new whatever you take it you feel better for a little bit the drug where the drug of happiness wears off and then you feel exactly like you felt before right that's the hedonic treadmill that we talked about you have to remember that if you want to find something that's going to bring you this lifelong amount of joy and fulfillment that you've got to figure out that why. You have to go through that questioning. You have to really understand why it is you do what you do. Once you find that, it is much easier to stay positive when things get hard because you know your why, and that's what's going to keep you going. So on the screen, there's there's a quote by Eric Thomas that I just had to add in here. Um, and you know it, what, it, what Eric Thomas said is, when you find your why, you find a way to make it happen. And uh, a lot of people, like, I haven't heard much from Eric Thomas. I, you know, I haven't really kept up with him. I read his book, you know, years and years ago. I found out that I was doing some research on him, and uh, ten years ago is when I really first found Eric Thomas. And let me tell you, his biggest thing back then was he had this story, right, about this guru, and this guru uh, took this guy out and he put him, put him in the water, pretty much, and, and, he, and he told and he pretty much pushed him underwater and held him down as if he was like drowning him right and and then right before he was about to pass out he like pulls him back up and he says when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe that's when you'll be successful eric thomas is someone that 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 put that narrative together um and so you know he's a very he's a very motivational type of guy uh and he says when you find your why you'll find a way to make it happen And and i think that that's a good thing to keep in mind because so many times we you know we 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 want to be debt free, right? We want to have this life of finances. We want all these things, but we've never attached a why to it. When you have the ability to to not just say, well, I want all these things because I want to, I want to be rich so that I can buy nice things. Like that's not a, that's, it's a very superficial why, right? Like it's just, there's no, there's nothing. It's not going to last. It's not, there's no, there's no substance behind. Well, I just want to have nice things. Well, there's, there's nothing there. There's, that's not enough to keep most people going. Like, maybe there's somebody out there that 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 motivates you. Maybe that's the person that they grew up with nothing their whole life, and that's what they want out of life. And and maybe maybe you know. But uh, it, for most people, we need a little more than that. We need more substance than that. We need to say, you know, my I I want to I want to be financially successful because I want to leave a legacy for my family. Now, whoa, now that's that's deep, right? Because now you ha- you're going to there's so much more to that. There's not. It's not just about you and you buying nice things for yourself. You've gotten and you found okay that this is a lot. Like I, I'm gonna have to if I fail to do this, like I don't leave anything for my family. So going back to Eric Thomas's quote, I found my why. I want to. I want to leave a legacy for my family. I'm gonna find a way to make it happen. Right. I'm gonna find a way to do that, and that's what I want you to keep in mind. So, uh, if it, you know bringing this all back to finances because here at the financial mirror, that's what we we really strive to, to, to impose on, on most people is to be able to show them that they have the ability to be financially successful. If you have a why for your finances, when times get tough, you're going to have that why to lean on to keep you going. And that's something that I want you to, to keep in mind. Okay. So, one thing that I always say at the end is, if you are, if you're ready to take control of finances, I, I'm happy to, to join you on that on that journey. Uh, just head over to the financialmirror.org, and you can you'll see a little book now in the middle of the screen. Uh, just hit that. There's a free consultation on there. Just click on that, book your free consultation. We'll get you scheduled. Uh, there's no no cost to you. Uh, Last less than 30 minutes. Just gives us a chance to see if a financial coach is right for you. And if it is, we'll get you set up on the right the right plan to put you on the path to success. If you do want to give a little extra dose of support to the stream, head over to the financialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome Financial Mirror gear. All the money goes right back into the stream. So that is, is totally about about giving back and, and, and you giving a chance to support the stream and help grow uh, grow the stream. I truly appreciate... Everyone tuning in today, Uh, like I stated at the beginning, if you are listening on a podcast, don't forget to subscribe, leave a five star review, and a written comment. And if you're on Facebook, if you're on our Meta, whatever, and and YouTube, hit that like and that subscribe button, and leave those written comments. That is the best way to support the stream without without purchasing anything. Just a five star review, written comments, like, subscribe, share, all those things go a long way in helping getting the message out there. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.